Hello. Thanks for connecting to the teachings of Prophet Lovi Elias. May you be blessed by this teaching and may your life never be the same. To get the most value from this word, empty your heart and be ready to receive. If you have been impacted by this ministry and want to sow into it, please visit prophetlovi.com or revelationchurchla.org. Now here's our prophet, Dr. Lovi Elias. God bless you all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, what a beautiful, beautiful afternoon here in LA. And uh, I hope it's the same wherever you are, whether it's evening or morning or whatever time it is. We thank the Lord Jesus for you. And I am glad that you're here. And I am joined with the most uh, excellent, most prestigious, most anointed apostle and bishop of our time. Uh, our associate pastor here at Revelation Church, the Apostle Gershon. The, uh, you see even how he's saying amen is so classy. Amen. <laughs> but the Lord is beautiful. The Lord is good. And I want you again to share this. Um, let's get the thumbs up going. Let's spread this as much as we can. Let somebody know that will let somebody know because... This is such a vital, vital um, uh, topic we're going to speak about today on Revealed. We are going to be speaking about um, clear vision. Clear vision. Amen. Now, this, this will be profound, and I believe it will bless you, but I, I, I want you to do everything that you can by the mercies of God. Uh, share this. Let somebody know. If you're not subscribed, make sure you do, because this will be explosive and again i'm uh, on on wednesday i'm going to be uh, actually apostle is also traveling with me on wednesday i'm going to be at new birth i'm going to be ministering with uh, pa pastor jamal brand and then i will be back on thursday for our prophetic service so no matter what don't miss it it will be uh, it will be something to behold and i believe the lord jesus will be definitely glorified so uh, share this, let somebody know that will let somebody know that we are live. Let's get the thumbs up going. We are over already. We are almost 2,000 people. So let's get the thumbs up also to match up so that other people, um, uh, so other people can also um, benefit from the video because it will be suggested and, and more people will come to know about Jesus. And those who know about Jesus will be strengthened in Jesus because that is the goal. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, we're going to be speaking about clear vision. Amen. And uh, I will explain to you in God's mind, and Apostle is here to also help me, um, uh, but I will explain to you according to God's mind why we have distorted vision. Now, anyone who tells you that you cannot see spiritually is deceiving you. Everyone can see. You, you can all see. Every single one of you can see. Anyone who tells you your spiritual eyes are closed, they are lying. Because spiritual eyes will, just like your spiritual ears are open, your spiritual eyes are open also. The spirit man doesn't sleep, so his eyes are always open. So the, the, when the Bible says, and the Lord opened my eyes, it is speaking about God specifically taking hold of your attention and making you to see what he wants you to see. It is not meaning that you cannot see. An example is this. People in witchcraft, they can see demons. How are they interacting with Satan? Satan is, a, is an invisible being. 
you know, is, is, is a spiritual being. So how can they see demons? How can other people see devils? Did God open their eyes? Absolutely not. But their eyes are just open. Now, the thing is, how, how have you, uh, um, uh, what is the word? How have you um, connected to your inner man is the issue. Because whether you like it or not, you're connected to your inner man. It's part of you. Yeah. Your spirit man is part of you, whether you like it or not, whether you're, you're born again or not. When you're born again, you have a new spirit that should be more reliable right. in, 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 in following with God, direct with God. Mm -hmm. But the, 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 the Bible says something very interesting in the book of Revelations, right? It says, let him that has an ear hear what the spirit is saying. So why is the Bible saying, let him that has an ear? It's not saying people don't have ears. It's saying, let the person that has the capacity right. to hear the Holy Spirit, hear what he's saying to the church. That's a figure of speech. That's what the Bible is saying. All right. So now you need to ask yourself, if my ears need to hear what God is saying, but I hear every day. I can hear my neighbor. I can hear my brother and sister. I can perceive when Satan is saying something to me. I know evil thoughts or I just mm. feel mm. negative about something. It's not always right, but you can tell that the devil is in the details sometimes. That's right. But how can I differentiate that it is God speaking to me? When I am seeing, is God uh, showing me? Am I seeing because of me? Mm. Is something in what is determining all these things? Mm. That's what determines clarity. Mm. I know men of God, I know, I know a certain prophet that is always getting into conflicts with people, mm. always getting into conflicts with people. And then he will have, after a few weeks, you have to come and say, I'm sorry, you know, I, I, I you know, I, I perceived wrong. But how can you be a prophet and you see wrong? Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? How mm. can you just think somebody is coming after you or talking? About, all these things are simply because people don't have a clear vision and they don't understand the means in which God has set up for us in order to have a clear vision. I'll show you to you even in scripture, great men and women of God who fell, mm. who walked with God, but fell into mischief and into trouble simply because their vision was distorted. Yeah. This is why so many times in our lives we cannot figure out where God wants us to go, mm. what God wants us to do. is because our vision is distorted. We don't yeah. know. We can see, but we can't see clearly. Mm. We know we are supposed to move, but where are we moving to? Exactly. We know that we are supposed to go to another job, but which job is it? Mm. But yet, the reality is you can never go to, it's possible, but if you're supposed to change professions, it will never change beyond the capacity you have been given. So at least you have a scope that you can look in between, this is what I'm supposed yeah. to do, right? And if I don't have it, God will send me a means for me to gain the skills in order to do it. Mm -hmm. Is that making sense? Yeah. But why can't we see clearly? Mm. Why is it that we are having a, a hard time uh, to see clearly? You will see a man of God, according to Jesus. You see, uh, let every man be a liar, but God remain true. Remain true. 
we as children of God, we are supposed to move by what the Lord says, not what people say. Mm. If I say something that God didn't say, don't listen to me. Please don't. Don't, don't listen to me. Listen to what God says. Are, are you listening to me? Let every man be a liar, but the Lord remain true. Mm. Everything we do as children of God, the foundation of it must be the word of God. If it is not founded in the word of God, if the foundation of it is not in scripture, then it's not of God. Mm. And what do I mean by foundation? I'm not saying it has to be written verbatim. Just an example. Uh, right now, if you look in the Bible, we all say Jesus is God, right? Yeah. Is Jesus God? Absolutely. Absolutely, Jesus is fully God. Mm -hmm. Jesus is God, a hundred million percent. Yeah. But there is nowhere in scripture that Jesus said, Vadebedam, I am God. Yeah, there's no verse. That Jesus opened his mouth and said, I am God. Mm. No, there is no verse like that. There are verses he alluded to being God. He gave himself titles because the people he was talking to could not fathom what he was trying to say. When he says, you see, when you guys read son of man, you don't understand what son of man means. People think it means son of a human. No, that's not what it means. Son of man literally means God in the flesh. God reincarnated in the flesh. When Jesus said that Abraham was glad to see my day, they were like, mm -hmm. you being so young, who do you think yeah. you are? He said, when, well, before Abraham, I am. They said, yo. What did you just say? They picked up stone to stone him. The Bible says, calling himself the son of God, he made himself equal, equal to God. So Jesus did say, I am God, but he did not say it openly in that way. Yeah. He never did. He alluded to it that people who know what he's saying knew what he was saying. Mm -hmm. is, is this making sense so, so yeah. far? Yeah. So the reason why Jesus had to speak like that is because they had no clear vision. Mm -hmm. Amen. So now, let's go to scripture before I start speaking. Then I'll give Apostle also to give us more insight. Mm. Uh, let's do this. Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 16 from verse 5. 1 Samuel 16 from verse 5. Ah, my son, Prophet Eve. I'm sorry, I spoke to him in Lingala. That's <laughs> okay, are we, are we ready? Yes, sir. Yes, let's hear it. First Samuel 16 and verse 5, and it reads, uh -huh. and, he, and he said peaceably, I am come to sacrifice unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons, and he called them to the sacrifice. Yes. Keep going. Yes. And it came to pass when they were come that he looked on Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. Mm -hmm. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, mm -hmm. because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh at the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab. Okay, that, that's fine. Okay. That's, that's okay. 
Now, 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 this, this, this is interesting, right? A prophet who is called a seer, okay? Samuel was called the seer. He sees, God tells him, go to Jesse's house, and I will show you who is to be king. The seer, who no word he ever spoke fell to the ground. Went to Jesse's house, looked at his sons, and the firstborn came out. He said, Surely, can you read what he said again? At verse 6, and it reads that he looked on Eliab and said, (laughs) Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. Ah, he looked at Eliab immediately, began to prophesy, Surely the anointed of the Lord is before him. He looked at him and called him the anointed of the Lord. He is standing right before me. He began to minister immediately. Uh, the anointed of the Lord is, uh, is before me. Mm. He took out the oil ready to start anointing him. God tells him, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Stop. Stop doing what you're doing. Stop doing what you're doing. Mm. Don't look at his outward appearance or his height. For I have refused him. For the Lord does not look at the outward. The Lord looks at the inward person. Now, I will explain this in a little bit, but I want you to see something again. We're still in the book of Samuel, but I want you to go to Samuel, 1 Samuel, uh, chapter 1. And I want you, 1 Samuel chapter, 1 Samuel chapter 9, from verse 1. 1 Samuel 9, and verse 1, and it reads, Now there was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, mm. the son of Abiel, the son of Zeror, mm. the son of Becherath, and the son of Aphia, yes. a Benjamite, a mighty man of power. Mm. And he had a son whose name was Saul, a choice young man and a goodly. There was not among the children of Israel a goodlier person than he. From his shoulders upwards, he was higher than any of the people. Stop right there. Listen to what is happening here. When Saul... When, when Samuel saw Saul, these are the things he saw. Saul was very handsome. He was very good looking. He was tall. No one had the height or stature that he carried. Believe it or not, sometimes the stature of a person, the appearance of a person is a sign of God's hand on them. This is actually true. This is actually true. It's biblical. Not all the time, but sometimes. Not you, Cameron. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> so check this out. He is tall, goodly, meaning he was good looking. He, he was good looking. From his shoulder to, it's describing his physical stature. Mm. 
that he was handsome. He was good looking. He had the height. And God had spoken to Samuel, the prophet, that tomorrow I am sending this young man coming to you. This is how he looks like. I have chosen him to be a captain over my people. Then when Saul was anointed, he messed up his whole thing. You see Samuel going to Jesse's house to anoint another king that God has led him to do. When he gets there, he sees the firstborn. And when he sees him, he says, surely the one that is anointed by God is before him. God rebukes him and tells him, don't look at his appearance and stature. Yes, I picked Saul because he looked like this. But I'm not picking anyone else that will look like this. Uh, You guys didn't get it. Amen. So what Samuel did that distorted his ability to see clearly was that he used the means in which God spoke yesterday to see today. He used the same criteria that God used to anoint the first king to anoint the second king. That means King David wasn't very good looking. He was okay looking. No, it's true. No, it's true. A hundred percent. No, it's true. God said, don't look at how he looks like. I've refused him. I've rejected him. I'm no longer picking people like that. Do you know what the Bible talks about the Lord Jesus? Mm. He said there was nothing beautiful to behold about him. Mm. He wasn't ugly, mm. but he wasn't the beauty that you think. He wasn't like that. He was a mm. regular, he was an mm. average looking man. He was good looking. He wasn't, he, he wasn't like, oh my God, who is that? The oh my God part of it was spiritual because God had to camouflage him. He was not supposed to overly stand out. Mm, mm. That's powerful. Is this making sense now? So the primary reason why many of you cannot see clearly is you use yesterday to see today. Mm. Wow. You're using yesterday to see today. Wow. The moment you change, you see, let let me say it this way before I give it to Apostle. Let me say it this way. If you use yesterday to see today, it means you have not let go of the past. You're looking for the same results that you had yesterday. So if you are heartbroken by a certain person that looks a certain way. Mm. Every time you see a similar appearance, you instantly have a recall of the past because you never divorced the past. Like a type and shadow. 
100%. So because the past is influencing you, the past is speaking to you, the past has control over you, the past is determining for you to see everything through the exact same way. You have been seeing life. Mm. Vision is not determined by... That is deep. Vision is not a matter of I saw. Let me say it this way, and then I promise Apostle will come on. Let me say it this way. Please listen to me carefully. Every prophet that is a genuine prophet, because we have prophets that are not genuine. Mm. Every genuine prophet has a list of patterns that they have captured spiritually that they use to interpret God's voice. Mm. So there's certain appearances when I see, I will look through my dictionary within my spirit. Mm. And then when it lines up, then I know what God is saying, but also... If I am not sure, I will hear the Holy Spirit mm. or, I, or I will inquire of the angel that is with me and that it will tell me, no, that is not it. It is actually this way. Because God's language is so vast and is so great, but God gives us certain clues to keep us around where he wants us to be. Mm. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Yes. Okay, let me give you an example. Okay. Horoscopes are demonic. Mm. I'll say it again. Horoscopes are demonic. Amen. But why are they always seeming right? That everyone that is born around those months, mm. they have similar mannerism, they have similar this, they have similar that. Most of the things they may write may actually be happening. How is it correct? Because indeed it is true, certain people born at a certain time, they are similar okay. in likeness and in character. Mm. It's not a lie, it's true. Yeah. Sometimes even people who share in the same name behave the same. Mm. True. So these are, these are spiritual things, right? These are spiritual wow. things. We are, we are not here to really discuss that, but I'm trying to show you that spiritual things also have a pattern. Protocol. But we don't rely to them, on them. We rely on God because any time God can change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So the primary reason why you cannot see clearly is because you are seeing through the lens of your past. So if God shows you where you're going, you will remember how you struggled when you started over. So you will think this new starting over will be the same struggle that you experienced. So you will be afraid to start over because you're like, ah, what I went through when I was homeless. When I... God didn't even say you'll be homeless. But you're comfortable where you are, so you don't want to go. Yes, and the comfort is coming from what you saw in the past. The past. You're expecting it in the future. Yeah. Yeah. 
Go ahead, Apostle. <laughs> I was ready for more. No, no, no. We, we, we are continuing. I'm waiting for you, Sago. <laughs> but what you said about the insight, you know, I was listening, you know, when you talked about yes. the fact that the, the, there's protocol and the ways that you understand what is going on mm-hmm. as you go on. One scripture that came to mind, you know, is Job uh, 33, 23. Mm-hmm. It says an interesting thing, and you always say that, hey, I'm listening to my angel. Yes. Right? I'm listening to what he's saying so that I can minister to you. Mm-hmm. The insight. Uh, Job is saying, if there is an angel as mediator for him, one out of a thousand to remind a man what is right for him. See, so what you do, what you say is biblical, like you say. No, people will never accept it. Even if we show it them that, they won't believe. Yet it's all over the Bible. It's all over the Bible. (laughs) But we thank God that, you know, we are privileged to have the prophet. He doesn't just do it, but he teaches us. Yes. And he teaches us based on the word, Mm. you know, and that is powerful. You know, so you see the prophet do something. That's why he says you can know who is a, a, a right past uh, a prophet or not because it's based on the word. And he said it just now before he handed it over to me that God can change things. Mm-hmm. 100%. But there are things that you know because you, you know, and the word also backs it. Yes. Yeah, that, that is exciting. That's why I said, prophet, go on because this is, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's deep food. Yeah. It is food that blesses the soul. Amen. 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 Prophet, we're here to listen some yeah. more. <laughs> but one of the things that I, I also realize is like you, you were talking, you touched on it a little bit. Mm. But it's God that gives you the insight. Yes. Okay. So the way you, you touched on it, saying that, you know, you need to be... Mm-hmm. Clear and pure with the Lord. Yes. To be able to receive. Yes. The word of God says that he's the one that will give you the insight for that vision. For you to be able to determine that the vision is not biased. It's a pure vision. Yes. Yes. And to walk in that vision. Yes. Like the prophet was saying, you, you, um, you see something or you see that you get the insight. Mm -hmm. But your whole being is telling you that, oh, the place I'm, I'm at is a place of comfort. Why should I go to the new place? Yes. To new territory. But with good insight, mm-hmm. when you see that vision, mm-hmm. you can walk knowing that what God has said is yea and amen. Amen. Apostle, you say something. Can I, can I tell you guys something yes. that is... And, and you touched on this, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to expand on it. Amen. There is no one on earth that God hasn't spoken to. Yes. He's spoken to everyone. Amen. The Bible says it this way. In the book of Job still, God speaks once, twice, and man perceives not. Mm. So just because you didn't perceive it doesn't mean God did not speak. Yeah. I'll say that one more time. Yeah. Just because you did not perceive it does not mean God did not God speak. Didn't speak. Yeah. 
That is deception within, within itself. Mm. For you to think that God did not speak to me. Mm. No, God spoke to you. Whether you perceived it or not, that is a completely different subject. You perceiving God's voice is a different subject. So, the reason why we have no vision, mm. and when we say we have no vision, it doesn't mean we don't see. The vision is when God, when the Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish. perish. What is it trying to say? When somebody cannot see beyond where they yeah. are in the way God wants them to see, they yeah. will perish because yes. they will end yes. up in destruction. Yeah. Yeah. That is what the Bible is saying. Because you can have big dreams for yourself, but that is your plans, not God's plan. Mm. It will still not happen. Mm. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? So when the Lord speaks to us, there is a problem with our vision. That's why we can't understand it. Mm. An example, if I come to, okay, let me say I come to, to any of my daughters here, I look at you and I tell you, I love you so much. You'll be like, thank you, Papa. I love you too. If somebody who doesn't know me, I go and I see them and say, I love you. Mm. They'll be like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you trying to do? Mm -hmm. Their vision is distorted, distorted based on where they may have come from. Yeah. Yet all I said is, I really love you. Yeah. It may be like, oh, he was trying to be all yeah. over me. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. There's a time I was, uh, I was helping this um, uh, young prophetess. She was, you know, she was uh, 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 messaging the church and stuff, and God told me help her so that she can go where she's supposed to go. Mm. said, uh, daughter, mess, uh, write, uh, write me back. This is what God wants you to do. So I, I, I got them directly. So they made a mistake and they, they sent a message to somebody else. Mm. Okay. Forgetting that they were sending it to me. <laughs> mm. Like, oh, I, I think he's trying to get with me and this, this. I said, <sighs> wow. Then they noticed that they did that. They were like, oh, no, you know, because everybody else, I said, we don't do that here. Yeah. When your heart is right, then I will help yeah. you. Mm. Right now, that person would have been saving souls way more yeah. Yeah. than they are right now. Mm. Now they're like, okay, Papa, I'm ready. And I was like, <laughs> it's going to come. That time will come. Because they had distorted vision. Distorted vision. Yes. You see, many of you even miss who God has sent to help you because of a distorted vision. An example is this. You see somebody delivering people. But because you have been distorted, you call them a wizard. A wizard. Yet they are setting people free from witchcraft. Yeah. 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 Why are you calling them that distorted vision? Mm. So the primary reason why people have a distorted vision is your past. Mm. 
is determining how you're seeing. Mm. Even Samuel, the seer, mm. made that mistake. Made that big, big mistake. Mm. Whereby he saw wrong that God had to, to correct him. Mm. Number two reason why people have a distorted vision mm. is you entertain gossip. That's true. Gossip distorts your vision. Yeah. Gossip will distort your vision. Mm. It will corrupt your vision. Before we even go to gossip, there was another young man. I think if I call my son Maluk, he will, Prophet Maluk, will, uh, will attest to this. There was one of his friends, young man, he comes from a family of ministers. And this has happened to both men and women. And he told me, oh, Papa, this, this, I told him, your friend has really great potential to be used by God. Really, really mm -hmm. great. He just has to be positioned properly. Tell him to message me. I need to give him some instructions that will help him. Mm. So the young man thought that he was powerful. So what he did was he sent his friend pictures of him uh, stretching his hands and people falling under the power of God. <laughs> so he told him, show him this. said, me, I'm a senior prophet. I'm telling you, I have instruction for you to help you. You want to show me people falling. What is that? I said, okay. Right now, the person is struggling. He's not even preaching anymore. This was a year and a half ago. Struggling big time. Because he went the wrong way and everything crashed. Now he's doing other kinds of business, uh, trying to survive. Families falling apart, ministries falling. A lot of things are falling apart simply because I want to help you and show you the way. Ah, see how I'm making people fall. Are you saving souls or making people fall? What is the end goal? What is the end goal? If I was to count how many people fall, ah. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? But yeah. it's the lack of sight yeah. that even him, pause, never hear from me. Because the, the vision is distorted. Yeah. If I talk to you, I'm wasting my time. Wow. The season passed. Hmm. So these are the things that we as children of God miss because we misunderstand the intent and the mind of God for our lives. And when we misunderstand this, this is exactly the things that happen. Mm. So, the second thing that makes people have a distorted uh, vision is gossip. I didn't finish about gossip yeah. yet. So, you see, the human eyes or the heart 
does not function off what you're seeing. It functions off the information mm-hmm. that backs up what you're seeing. That's why when you go outside and look at clouds, one person will say, I see a lion. Another one will say, I see a bear. Another one will say, you are seeing not based off what is actually up there. What is making you see the forms is the information that is inside of you. If you brought somebody who had never seen a bear or a lion, they'll just say, yeah, those are just fluffy clouds. Is this making sense? That's true, yeah. Why is it like that? It's because you are seeing based off the information that is in you. Mm. Some of you, you hated certain people that you had never even spoken to Mm. based on what you are told. Mm. You rejected certain people that you called them in. You even spread that gospel. Yet, you never, saw them. you never saw them, you never even spoke to them. And then the day you actually come to hear them and meet them, you're like, huh? What happened? What happened? How did we get here? All these things have happened because of one simple error. Mm you allowed somebody else to influence you to see what is not there. See, the Bible says this. It says, blessed is he that believes without what? Seeing. Seeing. That is what the Lord Jesus said. Blessed is he that believes without what? Seeing. For you to believe something that you have not seen, it means somebody spoke to you. Yeah. And why did Jesus say this to doubting Thomas? Because Thomas had heard Jesus has risen, Jesus has risen, Jesus has risen. His mind could not fathom the man who was brutally killed on the cross can be alive and well right now. It was just not possible for his eyes to see that to be possible. So when Jesus even appeared, he said, no, unless I touch. Then Jesus told him, hey, blessed is he that believes without what? Seeing. So it means that our sight is controlled by the information or the people around us that feed us information. A child can be, if a child is disrespectful, you know the environment they grew up in. Is exactly like that because the child is regurgitating what they have what? they they have consumed yeah. in the environment, and if that child was coming from a good family and they go to another family or they start hanging out with friends, those friends can also influence them that they start doing things and you tell them, but I never taught you this. I never. It is the amount of time spent, the language that is spoken. That enters them mm-hmm. and begins to control them. Mm. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. That is very true. Adana, Papa, if you see someone uh, prophesy, uh, no, I don't know. You prophesy based on what God wants. Mm. 
Yeah. It has nothing to do with what the person has done or not done. So I, I, are you capturing what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. So what is the information within you? Be careful of people who always talk about other people. Even in the name of God. Be careful of people who talk of other people, even in the name of God. True. Run from them. Amen. Are you listening to me? Mm. Run from them. Even if they are saying it in the name of God, run from them. Run from them. The Bible says it like this. If it's something that is of good report, if it's, if it's going to lift you, yes. if it's going to be any virtue in there that, you know, think on these things. So anybody that is just coming to make you think other things, mm. know that they are an enemy to your destiny. Amen. Amen. When Moses left Egypt with the children of Israel, mm. there were two wizards mm. that withstood him. That even Apostle Paul speaks about them in the Gospels. Mm. He speaks about them. And he says, uh, you know, like the two wizards, I think I forget their names. What were they? Uh, J.S. and Genes and Jambres. The guys, everything Moses did, they opposed. And they got the children of Israel to even say, were there no better graves in Egypt? Can't we make our own God? The reason why they could imagine you are before the mountain of God. Before the holy mountain of God. Where the Lord God himself is descending. You can see the fire of God on the mountain. You are making a golden calf. You are making another God. Yet the God who brought you from Egypt, you can see him up there with Moses. Just because Moses wasn't there, you started building another God. That's how terrible. Even Aaron, the priest of God, joined as the priest of the golden calf. So Gabriella asked a good question. So what is the difference between someone just being careful with the person or listening to gossip? Careful is, hey, watch out. Uh, you know, sometimes this can happen. Yeah. Gossip is that person did this, that person does this. Do you know about this? Do you know about that? That is gossip. Taking it to a different level. Yeah, it's, if you're warning me about uh, just be careful. You know, sometimes, uh, okay, cool, thank you. Mm. But uh, even that you have to be careful. Yeah. But uh, when somebody's trying to give you history of somebody as if they live with them. Mm. You see, let me, let, me, let me give you an example about myself, right? A lot of people may think they're around me, mm. but I'm by myself. Nobody knows my movement. Mm. 
no. There's an advice I got from Prophet T.B. Joshua, and I was watching his uh, video a long time ago. Mm. He said, what people know, they kill. It's true. What they don't understand or know, they talk about. They talk about. I'd rather you talk about me than you kill me. Yeah. So I'd rather be secretive about everything yeah. I do. That's true. Nobody that knows my deep. movement. That is deep. That is deep. You can be in the same house with me, but I'm by myself. Mm. That's how I move. Anyone who tells me, oh, I know him personally, is a lie. It's a big lie. That's true. First of all, the, the calling doesn't like to be yeah. too familiar with people. Yeah. I love people a whole lot. Mm-hmm. That's true. You can interpret my movement and think it is this. True. Mm. It's not like that. I am just me. Amen. There's a day I spend time, and I've known Apostle for a long time. There's a time I spend time with Apostle. And we were, uh, we were going, uh, we were going, we were spending the day. Yeah. And we were in the car, and uh, I think Auntie Benny was there. Yeah, that's right. And then Apostle was like, ah, Prophet, you are so quiet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was almost as though you were not there. I don't, yes. you, talking too much is not good. Yeah. Everything with me is, is flatline. Mm. Even if I don't like something, I'll say, I don't like this, I don't like that, and you'll never hear it about, I, yeah. it's done. Because once you become, you know, Andrew always says, uh, never let them know your next move. Mm. No, that's even too much. Just be you. Yeah. Don't have a circle. Have a straight line so you can see everyone. Everyone. (laughs) (laughs) That's deep. (laughs) That's deep. (laughs) Jesus didn't have a a circle. He had a straight line. Wow. That's deep. (laughs) So I'm not surprised when people talk about me. It's cool. It's fine. I know Mm. that what I'm doing is working. Because the moment they know exactly how I pray, exactly how I do this, exactly, they will be now, oh, you see even how he did. Because if somebody watches me preaching, what are they going to say he did wrong? There's nothing. But I'm just mysterious. Where did he come from? Why does Mm. he... There's nothing. (laughs) They are are trying to analyze what they can't pick. (laughs) Go watch his... They will say he's fake. Don't watch his videos because when you go watch his videos, he's talking about Jesus. Yeah. You won't yeah, stop watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the beauty of, of love. Yes. And you see, learning how to control your environment yeah. is protection. Amen. Amen. 
divine protection begins by wisdom. Amen. Amen. So gossip will distort your vision. Mm. Number three, this one is dangerous. Bitterness distorts the vision. Bitterness will distort your vision. Bitterness will a hundred percent distort your vision. Amen. Whenever somebody carries bitterness, they have already, they, they have venom. Not only within them, but they are also walking blindly. blindly. Because everything they are doing is based on hurt. And forgiveness. You see, I personally, you will never catch me discussing other people, even those who have done me wrong. Mm. Ah, my heart is too clean because I know where I'm going. I will not compromise my destiny, my purpose on earth, because of somebody who is acting foolishly. Bitterness disconnects you from God. Mm. And once you're disconnected from God, you see all the other ones, the word of God will be in you, but you won't see clearly. But bitterness, you have set a standard and a law that this is how you ought to be treated and that's how God should treat you. So if you create a law, God will make you to live by it. Unless that person does this, unless that person does that, how could they do that? Jesus is looking at you saying, you, I died for you. Yes. And that's why he says that <laughs> even because you think you're a Christian, Mm. But you have bitterness. Yes. He's not even going to accept what mm. you think you have for him. You know, he's not going to accept it, no matter what it is. No. So, you know, your praise might not be accepted. Your yes. worship might not. Because remember, your worship is also your offering. Yes. And he's not going to accept it because you have bitterness. He says, go and do right mm. and then come back. Yes. You know. So, so bitterness will completely cripple you. And the issue with bitterness is it gives birth to this. Yeah. yeah. Trying to prove yourself. Yeah. True. Bitterness gives birth to this next point. Trying to prove yourself. I have never seen anyone in my life so far. Mm. My 35 years on earth so far that was trying to prove himself and succeeded. Nobody. I've seen it with my own personal family. 
I have seen it with men and women of God. Mm. That ah, me, you know, the way I prophesy, I just look at them and say, mm. 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 we know you can't do it. That's why you're talking about it. And the reason why you're trying to prove yourself is the very exact reason why you're down. Mm. There is nothing worse than trying to prove yourself. Mm. Proving yourself is a complete abandoning of God's mind for you. For you. And you're starting to build a vision based on what other people are doing so that you can show them you can do it better and you can prove yourself. So you have completely made a detour. Completely from what God said for you. You sidetrack your own destiny by doing that. A million percent apostle. Yeah. yeah. Everything about you has become about what others are doing. Are doing, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, you know, I'm gonna show them. They thought I wasn't anointed, huh? They thought I wasn't called by God, huh? <laughs> they thought I was gonna be broke, huh? <laughs> Just be rich for you and for your family. Amen. Bless those who are around you. Amen. Become great for you Amen. and for those who you love. Amen. It has nothing to do with other people. That's powerful. I have never done anything for God because I want to prove myself. Mm. No. For what? <laughs> Let me just do me. Yes. yes. I don't need anyone to applaud me. All the applauding I need is from Jesus. Amen. That his name you will see, be glorified. And, and, and you see, this is the issue, Apostle. Mm. When we start to do things to prove, we start to even pray, to show yeah. others we pray, we pray, not that we are praying because we want God. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So when people are praying, oh, Shanda, Baka, Baka, yeah! You want to be the loudest to show people like, wow, what a powerful prayer. Yeah. No, the measure of a powerful prayer is not by how loud you are, yes. how crazy you can scream, how many tongues you can speak. What are the results that came that forth when you prayed? Powerful. That is the evidence of a powerful yeah. prayer. Yeah. Transformation. If there is no transformation, if yeah. nothing ever changed, that's not a powerful prayer. Yeah. Just because you can put so many verses in your prayer doesn't mean God heard you. Yeah. Yeah. Are putting verses in your prayer good? Yes, yeah. absolutely. That is not the evidence of a powerful prayer. Mm -mm. Even men and women of God are standing on pulpit preaching themselves, not yeah. preaching Jesus. Yeah. True. True. Ain't nobody can preach like I can. Not, hey, ain't nobody saving souls like I. Yes. That's a good goal. Let me preach to bring so many people to Jesus. Yeah. That when people look at my life, when we look at great evangelists like Renard Bonke, Bonke, 
If you look at the, uh, the late Billy Graham, Billy Graham, these people brought so many people so to many Jesus. People, yeah. In their lifetime, when there was no social media, nothing, yeah. they were gathering yeah. millions of people. Yeah. 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 Let your goal be like, man, I will surpass Billy yeah. Graham and bring more people to Jesus. Yeah. Yours is, I'm going to preach a message. Other preachers are going to listen and be like, ooh, they are going to copy this one. Are you preaching to preachers? Or are you preaching to souls? Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So it has become like, let me do this to show the next person, not mm. let me do this to the glory God, and honor yeah. of God. For God's name to be glorified. It has nothing to do with Jesus. Mm. I repeat, nothing to do mm. with Jesus. Wow. If anything, it is so far yeah. from the Lord Jesus. Mm. Trying to win, to, to prove yourself, will mess up your future. Amen. It will make you live beyond your means. Yeah. That itself is a whole sermon. Mm -hmm. So unless you go back to the source, the one who gives you the insight, mm -hmm. your vision will always be cloudy. A hundred percent. But how do you go back? You have to undo all these things. Yes. yes. Mere praying will not give you a clear sight. Yeah. I know people who are in church fasting and praying, but then when they say, I can't even talk to that person, that person did this to me. Yeah. You just wasted your time praying. What were yeah. you doing? Yeah. Yeah. You might as well just stop praying. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You see, these things are in simplicity. Amen. These things are in simplicity. But they have, a, they have such a strong, profound impact. Mm. After trying, after trying to prove yourself, it gives birth to winning people's approval. Amen. You start pursuing people's approval. And if you don't get it, you crash. Ah, you crash big time. <laughs> it makes you a master gossiper. Yes, yes. Yes. Trying to win people's approval is dangerous. Yes. Dangerous children of God. Yeah. I tell you this by the mercies of God. Amen. Is dangerous. Amen. Extremely dangerous. Winning people's approval You see, when you are upright with God, 
and you're an upright stand-up person, people will embrace you anyway. Oh, yeah. People will just open their arms and receive you. You won't have to fight for anyone to receive you. People will just open their hands, arms, and, and receive you. When you're a humble person, you carry humility. You will be embraced. Saul was rejected by God because he wanted the approval of his army. And not the approval of God. He lost the throne. Hmm. The approval of men Amen. is usually the killer of men. Uh, Golden Seeker says, how do you pray away uh, gossip? You don't pray away gossip. You tell them, don't bring that to me. Yeah. When you come to me, let's talk about productive building up things. But exactly. I'm, I'm, use, I'm not into that. Don't use your ear to be used as a, a garbage Dump, uh, cat. Yeah, a dumpster. A dumpster, dumpster. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Speed kills, repent. <laughs> it's true. Some people are, are a dumpster. In fact, not only a dumpster. They are a hole where they go and burn trash. You know where they go and... <laughs> the yeah, dump pit. The, the, the pit itself. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. So, so capture this, eh? The only one we need to be approved of is by God. That doesn't mean we are rude to people. Because I've also seen people say, all I want is God to approve me. I don't care about... No, 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 no. no. Listen, be wise with people, love people, mm -hmm. but do what God wants. You know, you can peaceably yeah. disagree with people. You can peaceably disagree with people. <laughs> but the interesting thing, Prophet, is that once you live... Mm -hmm. the way Christ lives. Yes. Your life becomes attractive to people. Yes. You know, you don't have to force yourself to even please people. Yes. People will experience the your, love your, that is Your coming. spirit just becomes sweet. It just becomes sweet. Yeah, yeah. So instead of depending on or trying to see how or what people think about you, live the Christ life. Uh, way and then you know you're going to have fun mm, that's good. amen i'm going to give you the last point amen. and the last point will be how to undo all these things yes. that's powerful how can we undo all these things yes. the few that i've given you are the core things that people struggle with They are the core things that people struggle with. Remember, Eve's image of God was distorted because of somebody telling her God doesn't want you to be like him. That he brought Eve out of the will of God and Adam, her husband, completely out of the will of God. 
accepting wrong information. Completely outside the will of God, yeah. instantly. God richly bless you. Thank you for all those who are giving, supporting the work of God. May God increase you. May God bless you. And may God prosper you. Now, uh, let me get to, uh, to this. I believe this is going to be, um, how do we undo this? Where does the sight, how do we gain proper sight, clear sight, clear vision? Um, let's go back to the first Samuel chapter 16, I believe, from yes. verse 6. Listen to this. First Samuel 16 from verse 6, and it uh -huh. reads, And it came to pass when they were come that he looked on Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. Mm -hmm. Verse 7. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth, for man looketh on the outward appearance, but God looketh on the heart. So now the question is this. Now God is telling him, uh, do not look at the outward appearance. Look at a person the way God looks at them because yeah. God looks at the heart. Amen. That's mm. a difficult thing. The Bible says only God knows the heart of men. Nobody knows the hearts of men except the Lord. Mm. The word of God is the only thing that can discern the hearts of men. Amen. But God is telling him, don't look at his outward appearance. It means mm. there is sight beyond the physical. Yes. That's right. There's another eye. Amen. That sees beyond the physical. The physical. And when mm. you look through that, that eye or vision, let me, let me show you a verse. Because I'm saying I people says Illuminati. Let me just fix that now. <laughs> Can somebody else read this for me? Are you ready? Psalms 32. Psalms 32 and verse 8. So who's going to read it? You, you have the mic? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go, Uncle Will. Psalms 32, verse 8. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. Uh -huh. I will guide thee with my eye. Huh? <laughs> Read it again. I will guide you with what? I will guide thee with mine eye. Eyes? No. Eyes. Singular. <laughs> Somebody's saying, yeah, yeah. Amanda, at least they already said that, oh, he's teaching people about opening third eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And, and let, me be, <laughs> let me be honest with you. Let me be honest with you. There is the eye of the mind. It's yeah. not a lie. It's yeah. biblical. Yes. Yeah. It is there. Yes. 
It doesn't even need to be open. It's already working. It's been working from the day you were born. What is imagination? That's the eye of the mind. It's not anything new. The Bible says it like this, the entrance of thy word giveth light. light. Eyes cannot see without, eye, with, without light. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus said, if thine eye be single, mm. then your whole body will be filled with light. Mm. A double-minded man is double-minded in all these things. So to be single-minded or to be single-eyed, it means that you are focused the eyes of your mind on God. Amen. That's all it is. Amen. Read it one more time. Psalms 32. Psalms 32 verse 8. Mm-hmm. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. Mm-hmm. I will guide thee with mine eye. So God is telling. Ah, 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 stop. Go down. This one is deep. I spoke in tongues. Go down on the comments. Go down on the comments. Go down on the comments for me. Esther, Esther Rose. Stop right there. P8110 love, you are deep. Why are people concerned about the third eye when they can't get the first two eyes to work? <laughs> you are deep. Ah! That is prophetic in itself. Wow. Uh, if you agree with that, just type one. I just want to see one. One finger. That is deep. That is deep. Hey! Ah, I felt God in that one. Wow. So true. Ah, that is so true. So there is a sight that is beyond physical. It means that if God is leading you with his eye, how is he leading you with his eye? It means he has given it to you for you to see. Yes, yes. I will lead you with my eye. It means that when you put on those glasses, you are supposed to see what God is seeing. So God is telling Samuel, don't look at the outward because God doesn't look at that. God looks at the heart. So God is telling him, look at the heart. So the prophet Samuel has to change the way he's looking and change the law of how he's seeing things. And when he changes the way he's seeing things, he's able to discern, no, it's not this one, it's not this one. Is there another son you have? See, sometimes when people see us prophesying and say, do you have a son? They think that, oh, if he was a prophet, why didn't he just say you have a son? Mm -hmm. Samuel is saying, is there another son? Because we are using another eye to see. And everything that has been brought before us, we have checked it. Mm. And there is still something missing. missing. You don't, do you have a son? Mm -hmm. Say, yes, uh, my 
and then there are times your son or your daughter. Mm. It means that there is an investigative eye of God to, dis, to know, mm. to differentiate, and to discern. Mm. Because logic can't help you when you have to look at somebody's heart. Mm. You just mm. met them. How will you know their heart? Yeah. Mm. You haven't lived with them. You haven't hung out with mm. them. How will you know them? That's deep. Wow. I've met people, met people, so oh, that's the love of my life. Uh, two weeks later, um, I don't know what I was thinking. Another one will come. Oh, God told me this is, this is from God. Oh, we are, you know, we are going to get engaged. God showed me the future. Then one week later, God told me that I should not do it. Ah, so is God bipolar. <laughs> now they are seeing what they want to see. Yeah. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. They are seeing what they want to see. Wow. So how does God see? Psalms 103. Start from verse 2. Psalms 103, verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Mm -hmm. Who forgiveth all thy iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. So never look at somebody based on their sin if you want to see from God. Mm. <coughs> it doesn't mean be ignorant of their actions. Mm. But you will never know God's purpose for somebody if you're looking at them through their mistake. Their mistake. Because you've made mistakes too. Because when God looks at man, if he looked at us based, you know, when people say, oh, you know, prophet, you have been so faithful with your gift. That's why God is giving you more grace. I say, nah, God is doing this just because he loves me. It has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with yeah, grace. Yeah, 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 right. So understand that everybody has sin. Understand that everybody has mistakes. But that's not how you see God. You see the mind of God concerning somebody. Mm, mm. You must see what God sees. What does yes, God see? Yes. God is already willing to forgive them. Amen. God is not saying the sin is not there. God is saying they are already forgiven. Mm. Who forgives, he has already forgiven them. So sometimes when I'm ministering to people, I'll look at them and I'll know they did not come for the right reason. Remember the, there was a family that came, um, I don't know where they were from, but they came a whole group of a family and the, they came because of a brother of theirs that was locked up. And they came with documents. Yeah. And their auntie was a skeptic. Mm -hmm. Did not believe in me. And they, I called them forward, they came forward. I told the daughter, you, I will tell you something in your ears for your mom, not because your mother is so strict. But I said this, I said, I know why you guys came to see me. Mm -hmm. You came to see me because of a young man that you're holding those papers concerning. He's in jail right now. I'm seeing him locked up behind bars. They began to cry. Then she said, and I said, I am speaking it in French so that you can believe that I hear from God. Yeah. Then the woman's heart opened. Now, I didn't do that because I wanted to prove myself. 
I did that because God wanted their heart to be opened. Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? In order to believe him so that they can receive what God has for you. So never look at people based on their mistakes. Then you will miss what Satan was trying to block that is already in them. So when you look at somebody or you look at a situation, I've seen Christians or a businessman that is not a Christian comes to them and say, I just want to work with believers. Who told you you are only going to work with yeah, believers? It's impossible. Can you see past sin? Yeah. If you cannot see past people's failures and, and shortcomings, you're not ready for the promotion that God has. Yeah you will not be able to see what God has ordained or God has uh, placed in somebody. Mm. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Amen. Verse 3. Mm. Who, who redeemeth the life from destruction, who crowneth thee with love, kindness, and tender mercies. Notice this. God redeems your life from destruction, meaning no one is beyond redemption. And who can crown people with loving kindness and mercy. The way to activate God's sight is to learn to love the way God loves. If you don't know how to love, to walk in love, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. People who pray still fulfill the lust of the flesh. Oh, yeah. Because they have no love. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. You're not supposed to do anything to another person that you have not done to yourself. That is not love. If I can not take care of my body, but I'm advising you to take care of your body, I don't love. That's hypocrisy. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. People read it like do sacrifices for other people and not for Mm. yourself. Mm. Mm. That's how people perceive when they read that verse. Mm. But that's not what the scripture is saying. Mm. The scripture is saying this. Everything you do for another, make sure you did it to yourself. If I don't know what it means to be blessed by God, I can never pray for somebody to be blessed. If, I'm, if I am not burning with love for where God brought me from, I will not look at people and desire for them also to be rescued from where they came yes. from. Yes. Love ought to lead us. Amen. Amen. Love ought to lead us. Mm. We must be led by love. Amen. Love, the love of God is not blind. Mm. I want you to hear me. The love of God is not blind. The love of God sees all, Mm. accepts all, because it knows that God can change all. When you have the love of God, When people make mistakes, you already expected them to make mistakes because you know they will make mistakes. If it is your love, when people make mistakes, you'll be heartbroken. Mm. 
because you are giving your love. So when they disappoint you, you're like, ha, ha. But God's love is so big, it has already accepted people's errors. It has accepted you and me. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's true. This is why I don't believe people and they come and tell me, oh, you know, uh, uh, um, I, 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 I just, you know, I just believe I'm called to ministry because I just love people. No, you love people, don't do ministry. Jonah did not care for the people in Nineveh. <laughs> he didn't even want to go there. God made him go there. He went and announced it anyway. Not because he was passionate about them. Please repent. I beg you, say, your ninjas are about to burn and die. Repent. <laughs> then he went and sat outside waiting for them to be destroyed. John the Baptist, you snakes, yeah. you brood of vipers, who warned you that destruction is coming? He's shocked that they are coming to repent, mm. yeah. meaning he was waiting for them to be destroyed. Yeah. You brood of vipers, who told you that the end is near? Wow. Mm. Oh, I'll baptize you though. <laughs> Notice he didn't, he was, he, to him it didn't matter. Yeah. Whether you repented or not, it was... What else? <laughs> you do ministry because you love God so much that you're willing to do anything for him. That when he sends you to a people who will reject you, will spit on you, will fight you, will talk about you, gossip about you, try to kill you, you will still do it because you love him. Not because you love them. For God so loved the world. Jesus died because his father loved the world. Amen. That is why the man Jesus said, Father, if it is your will, let this cup of suffering pass, yeah. but not my will, your will. The man Jesus was like, I want to do what you want to do. But if there's another way, please provide it. But let it not be my will, let it be your will. We do things because we love God, not because we love men. Amen. This is why some of you, oh, I love pastor so and so, so much. Then they, dis they, they fall. You say, I knew he was fake, but you used to love him one month ago. You didn't have love in you. You are, you are stroking your own self and your own desires. There was no love of God. Wow. When you're consumed by his love, 
he will go to everything and make it burn with his love. Whenever you open your mouth, people will feel his heart. This is why the church has to go back to seeing things through the eyes of Jesus. When, when we look at the body of Christ right now, there are men of God who literally have ministries of talking about other men of God. What ministry? Where in the fivefold ministry is that? He says, let us bring correction to one another in love. Let's say truly a brother or sister went wrong. None of them are gathering people to pray for them. They have already doomed them. They have already set their fate. They have already concluded what should come to them. Not, you know what, men can make mistakes, but God can read them. Look at the impact they are having. Father, we pray. But they will be praying for worldly musicians to be saved. When the church is hurting. When the church is hurting because of what they are doing. They say, oh, you know, I'm just praying for, for Tupac to come to Jesus. And I just use Tupac because if I mention a name now, it will be controversial. I'm just praying for, for, for Tupac to come to, oh, I just, the one who is cursing, talking, all kinds of stuff that should be. But the one that has come to Christ, that has mistakes, errors. You are treating them worse than somebody that is not even in your family. Charity begins at home. Charity begins at home. How do you even sleep at night satisfied? How do you still, how do you feel you sleep at night? I, 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 saw, I saw somebody post this, that actually uh, posted something about me today in the morning, I'll send something. It was actually hilarious to me. They had me sitting on like, you know, the reveal chair and the other side they had Chucky. <laughs> Sit, Chucky sitting on a throne like mine, yeah, like a false prophet, whatever, that doesn't matter, that's fine. But they said that, you know, Demons don't like watchers who call them out. Let me tell you something. Jesus never called us to call anyone out. Jesus called us to cast and bind demons. Not to call them out. So you call out a demon, then what? Are you rebuking it? Are you binding it? You're calling it out, so I'm going to tell you how it is then. Are you going to pray for me after? Are you going to fast for me? Are you going to gather people to intercede for me? Self-righteousness. Because we have no love. We have our own love claiming it to be God's love. That is why we have no clear vision. That is why we have no clear vision. 
If I just call you out, then what does that mean? Okay, me who has eyes to see. If I just call you out, then what? I didn't help you. How did I help you? When you love, you want to protect, you want to save somebody, you want to guide somebody. And that is the love of God. The love of God is not selfish. I thank God that in me there is no bone of selfishness. So as a child of God today, for you to have clear vision, let love, the love of Jesus be in you. When you have the love of Jesus, when you have money, you look at money as a tool to carry out his will. Amen. How many people are in need that I can help? When God raises me, how many shelters will I build? How many widows will I support? How many widowers will I help? How many kids will I put through school? How many families will I... You start to see, you, you see, now you are seeing beyond simply because love is in play. Haven't you heard me say, I am prophesying to you because of this child just pulled my heart. Love. You want to see in the spirit, love. Father, we pray for everyone that is here in the name of the Lord yes, Jesus. Yes, yes, Lord. Remember this, your faithful people, O oh Lord, that have gathered together to seek your face and to know you so that we may have sight that is clear. Amen. Lord, I pray in the name of your son, Jesus that you will do something so phenomenal and special for us, mm. that you will remove the false love that we have lived by, mm. that we will receive your love for your people mm. by the Holy Spirit, that when we look at men, we will see them as you see them, looking beyond their faults and their errors, that when we look at our lives, we will see your love, remembering where you brought us from and not our present circumstances but your love will remind us of where you're taking us, where you have prepared a special place for us. O oh Lord, my God, be thou glorified. O oh Lord, my God, be thou lifted. Today you have changed us. Today you have opened our eyes to know you again. That when we look, discernment will begin to operate because of your love. Not because we are afraid, but because your love casts out fear, so we will see through your eyes. Father, we thank you and we bless you in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Listen, I love you all. Uh, may the Lord Jesus continue to bless you, increase you. Uh, God bless you. Thanks for joining us. We trust that what you have received today will change your life forever. Please follow us on social media at Prophet Lovi and Revelation Church LA for updates, events, and teaching. If you are interested in connecting with this teaching, head over to ProfitLovey.com or RevelationChurchLA.org and click on Giving. 
Revelation Church is located in Simi Valley, California, and has prophetic service every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. and Sunday service at 10 a.m. We'd love to see you there. Until next time, Shalom.